الحمد لله نحمده ونستعينه ونستغفره ونعوذ بالله من شرور أنفسنا ومن سيئات أعمالنا We seek refuge from the evil of ourselves and from the evil of our actions That's the first thing you seek refuge from, the evil of yourself ونعوذ بالله من شرور أنفسنا That you fall into sin, that you transgress, that you oppress Ya Allah That you're not upright, that you're not sincere, that you're, you know We seek refuge from the evil of ourselves. Hey Allah. May Allah make us sincere in everything we say and do. Billah min shururi anfusina wa min sayyati a'malina. Man yahdihi allahu fala mudhila lahu, man yudlil fala hadiya lahu. Wa ashadu an la ilaha illallah wahdahu la sharika lahu. Wa ashadu anna muhammadan abduhu rasooluh. Sallallahu alayhi wa ala alihi wa sahbihi ajma'in. Amma ba'd. Fa'astamir insha'Allah. Sharh. للشيخ صالح فوزان لمقدمة القروانية We have mentioned section on page 44 about وسع كرسي السماوات والأرض But the footstool, the kursi of Allah extends over the heavens and the earth And on page 45 Ibn Abi Zayd al-Qirwani says وَلَا يَؤُودُ حِفْضُهُمَا The protection of these or the God, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala allowing and willing that the heavens and the earth to be to be upright it doesn't tire Allah protecting them guarding them and that which they contain doesn't tire Allah for he is Al-Ali, the highest Al-Azim, the Exalted. Al-Alimu, Al-Khabiru, the most knowledgeable and the most aware of all that happens, Al-Mudabbiru, the planner. Shaykh Salih Fuzan said, يَعْنِي لَا يُذْقِلُهُ حِفْضُ السَّمَوَاتِ وَالْأَرْضِ It's not difficult for Allah to guard and to protect the heavens and the earth and to plan the affairs in the heavens and the earth, not easy, it's not difficult for Allah. So He guards it and He allows them to be uh, carried. And the heavens, the sky is above without any pillars. Subhanallah, above us. By His power, by the will of Allah. Allah إن أمسكهما من أحد من بعده. So who will be able to hold up the sky and the earth and keep them in the swimming or the earth, the planets swimming in their orbit and the sun swimming in its orbit and the the moon? Who will be able to allow these to be guarded and protected and also? planned in the best of ways if no one else besides Allah is guarding them and protecting them who will be able to protect them and guard them and allow them to exist in the way that they exist indeed Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is Halim and Ghafoor Haliman forbearing Ghafooran he is of forgiving. But who will let the Yumsiku Samawati will art be Kudratihi? 
سبحانه وتعالى ولا تكلفه شيئا ولا تكلفه تكلفه شيئا doesn't require much difficulty much hardship for Allah is easy he says كن فيكون be and it is ولا يؤده يعني لا يعجزه العجز is not having the ability so when Allah says ولا يؤده then it's easy for Allah he has the ability to keep the heavens and the earth guarded and planned in the best of, plan, of, of, of plans وَلَا يَثْقِلُهُ حِفْظُهُمَا Nor does it become heavy in protecting them and guarding them. It's easy for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Al-ajaz is what you and me may fall short in in many things. That's why from the dua of Rasulullah is used to say Allahumma ni'udhu bika min al Kasal wal ajaz wa ghalabat al dayn wa ghalabat al rijal. Oh Allah, we seek refuge from laziness and having the inability because we get tired, we get sick, we fall short. We seek refuge from, from that inability to do affairs, the ajaz. Some people they have ajaz more than us, some less than us. The people are handicapped, they can't move, they can't walk. So that is the ajaz. We seek refuge from the ajaz, Allah. From not being able to fulfill the commandments of Allah. Not being able to fulfill that which Allah ordered us to do. And kasal, laziness. We should seek refuge from laziness. I asked Shaykh Muhammad al-Banna about laziness. See, sometimes you get tired. And when you get up for the prayer, you're, you're actually tired because of the pains and aches in the body. Is that the same as the hypocrites who إِذَا قَامُوا إِلَى الصَّلَاةِ قَامُوا كُسَالًا He said, no, the laziness that is meant is the laziness of the heart. Where the person doesn't even have the azima, doesn't even have the, the desire, that want to get up. Okay. But if you have that, and Rasulullah had that, and, and towards the end of his life, when he was older and it was difficult for him to get up, and he tried... And he tried, because the azima is there, the striving is there, the heart the wanting to keep the ibadah. So if you do that, and also there's a narration in Sunan Abu Nubajah, and it's in also you find it in other, in other books, in Sunan Abu Nubajah, كَانَ يُحَادَ بَيْنَ رَجُلَيْنَ Prophet to get to the prayer, Ali radiallahu on one side, another companion on another side, they would bring him to the prayer, guide him, meaning here, Yuhada, meaning they would bring him to the prayer to catch the jama'ah. So imagine that. That's how much he wanted to catch the jama'ah, to be even carried, if you like, between two people, one on the right, one on the left, and they would carry him to the to the jama'ah and us we don't have that alhamdulillah you can walk you can catch the jama'ah easily catch the jama'ah if you hear the adhan then you have no and you have no excuse and salama how will you be able to repay that prayer if you have no excuse illa bi except for an excuse that you have could be sickness could be illness not having the ability 
So seek refuge from Al-Ajaz. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is the all-able. Al-Qadir ala kulli shay. Not like this uh, Zakir Naik, he said a, a thousand things Allah can't do. This is bad manners with Allah. You don't speak about Allah like that. And then he started talking. He can't lie, he can't... You don't speak about Allah like that. We say Allah is able to do all things befitting His Majesty. But as to say a thousand things Allah can't do, this is bad manners with Allah. You don't speak about Allah like that. This, if you don't study the deen of Allah, the aqidah sahihah, the deen of Allah properly with the scholars, then you say things that are not nice because you are not... Huh? You have not learned, you have not studied the deen of Allah. If you study the Bible, that's different. That's the, then stick to that. Study the Quran, you need to have adab in how you talk about Allah. وَهُوَ Ali, And he is the highest. عَلَىٰ خَلْقِهِ بِذَاتِهِ By his self or essence. وَقُدْرَتِهِ And his ability. وَقَهْرِهِ And status, authority. And this is in refutation to of the uh, Asha'ira because they say he's above in terms of if they say that he's above they will say not in terms of his essence but in terms of his authority that's why when you read those verses many of them they say his dominion or his authority is above the, the Arsh not he Allah they don't say that Allah is above the Arsh they say his authority and his dominion. Well, this is incorrect to just limit it to that. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's self فَوْقَ الْعَرْشِ بِذَاتِهِ as Ibn Abi Zayd himself said that he's above the arsh by his self, by his essence. Not that he's just above in terms of authority and mulk. العالم بكل شيء knows everything. خبير بكل أحوال مخلوقاته aware of all of the affairs of his creation. المدبر لمخلوقاته The planner of his creation. فَلَا يَتَحَرَّكُ شَيْءٌ وَلَا يَسْكُنُ شَيْءٌ وَلَا يَسْقُطُ شَيْءٌ وَلَا يَرْتَفِعُ شَيْءٌ إِلَّا بِإِذْنِهِ So nothing happens except by his will. No one moves, no one is still, no leaf falls, no one goes up. Nothing goes up except by His will. وَمَا تَحْمِلُ مِنْ أُنْثَى وَلَا تَضَعُ إِلَّا بِعِلْمِهِ When you see a woman that is pregnant, what she carries, or when she lays her burden, when she gives birth, all of that Allah is aware of, subhanahu wa ta'ala, except by His knowledge. وَمَا يُعَمَّرُ مِنْ مُعَمَّرٍ وَلَا يُنْقَصُ مِنْ عُمُرِهِ Somebody may have long life, 90 years old, 100 years old. They say he's ma'ammar, uh, he's, he's of age. And somebody whose life is, his life is short, all of that is in the kitab. In All of that is easy for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to will. That some live long and some live... You go to the graveyards and you see, some die as children, some die in the uh, youth and some... So how, how about us? Nobody knows. So we must take every day and benefit in every day that we have. That kitab al-mubin, the lawh al-mahfud, 
فَعَلِمَهُ أَوَّلًا Allah knew it, what's going to happen. ثُمَّ كَتَبَهُ Then he ordered it be written in the Lawah Al-Mahfud. فَهُوَ الْمُدَبِّرُ لِكُلِّ شَيْءٍ So he is the plan of all affairs. القدير The all-able. عظيم القدرة His ability is great. فَهَذِي سِيغَةْ مُبَالَغَةً It's not just... doesn't just have عظيم عظيم سِيغَةْ مُبَالَغَةً That it is... His greatness is vast. فَهُوَ الَّذِي لَا يَعْجِزُهُ شَيْءٌ فِي الْأَرْضِ وَلَا فِي السَّمَاءِ Nothing is difficult for him in the heavens and the earth. وَلَا يَفْعَ عَلَيْهِ شَيْءٌ فِي الْأَرْضِ وَلَا فِي السَّمَاءِ Nothing is hidden from him in the heavens and the earth. فَمَا شَاءَ كَانَ What he wills occurs. وَمَا لَمْ يَشَأْ لَمْ يَكُنْ And whatever he doesn't will doesn't occur. وَأَمَّا الْمَخْلُوقَاتِ وَأَمَّا الْمَخْلُوقِ فَقَدْ يَشَاءْ شَيْئًا And as for you and me, the creation, then we may we may will an affair وَلَكِنْ لَا يَقْدِرُ عَلَيْهِ But you may not be able to do it. Because you you not have the, you don't have the ability to do it, so having a will and desire to do something but you don't actually have the ability to do something else, this is weakness. <laughs> As for Allah, His affair when He wills, He says be and it is. فهو قدير سبحانه وتعالى is the all able. يأمر الشيئة فيوجد He commands an affair and it happens. It occurs. بمجرد أن يأمره as soon as he commands it to happen it happens يقول لشيء كن فيكون be and it is and Allah is a سميع البصير شيخ صاحب وزال says إسمان two names of Allah سبحانه وتعالى which also necessitate his two attributes the all hearing that he hears the all seeing that he sees والمخلوق سميع بصير yes and you and me, we see, we look, we can see with our eyes, and we can hear. Wallahu sami'un basir. Walakin, laysa sam'ak al-makhluq, but not the sam'a, the listening, or the hearing of the creation, and the seeing of the creation is not like the hearing of Allah, and the seeing of Allah. Our hearing, our seeing is limited. And it is appropriate for our own selves. Limited. Even if the names are the same in, in the language, but the reality of the affair is Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, He sees everything and He hears everything. Yes, Allah created man from sperm. And that sperm in the verse Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, a weak fluid. A weak fluid. So what is it to be arrogant for? Who's creating a weak fluid? We are weak. Qulikal insan da'ifa. Man's created weak. Nabtali. Allah will test us and trial us. Fajalnao sami'an basira. And we have made him able to hear and to see. Wallahu sami'un basir. Falaysat asma Allah. Wa asma wa sifatihi. Tushbihuha asma al makhlukin. So the names of Allah and his and his attributes is not does not resemble the names of the creation and the, and the attributes of the creation. So in its reality and its how, how it is, is different. Allah is not like the creation. There is no one comparable unto Him. There is no one similar to Him. 
الله سبحانه وتعالى له العلو المطلق هيز علو العلي الكبير هيز العلي absolute above all of creation علو الذات فوق مخلوقاته the علو of his essence above the creation وعلو القدر and the علو of the the status and ability وعلو القهر and authority نعم وهو القاهر فوق عباده and he is القاهر above his slaves yes قاهر nobody can come out of his create uh, escape his kingdom he's قاهر full authority over them has dominion over all of his kingdom سبحانه وتعالى فأنواع العلو الثلاثة كلها ثابتة لله all of it is a fun for Allah Allah is above in a way which befits his majesty إليه يصعد الكريم الطيب والعمل الصالح يرفعه and he is الكبير the one who is the greatest that's why you say Allah Akbar greater than everything وأنه فوق عرشه المجيد بذاته and that he is above is Arsh is above the Arsh the Arsh which is the heaviest of Allah's creation now the heaviest of Allah's creation Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and he mentioned alayha tis'ata ashar what is that referring to? the angels huwa al-aliyu al-azim العالم الخبير المدبر القدير السميع البصير العلي الكبير وأنه فوق العرش above the throne Allah is above his creation to him belongs total loftiness he is lofty in his essence high above his creation he is lofty in his ability and in his compulsion that's a nice translation compulsion قاهر full authority and therefore the categories of loftiness are three and all of them are affirmed for Allah and there's no one, nothing greater than Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. The throne is the roof of the creation. As he mentions, وَالْعَرْشُ هُوَ السَّقْفُ الْمَخْلُقَاتُ وَأَعْلَاهَا The highest of Allah's creation. وَاللَّهُ فَوْقَ الْعَرْشُ بِذَاتِهِ There was a discussion by Shaykh Albani, rahimullah. He mentioned it, he said, it was Hajj time. And the Ash'ira, they came to his tent. And they wanted to debate. They discussed with him. And he wanted to mention to them and affirm to them that Allah is above the earth. So he said to them, what's above the first heaven? They said, the second heaven. What's above the second heaven? They said, third heaven. And they go to the seventh heaven. What's above the seventh heaven? The kursi. What's above the kursi? The arsh. What's above the arsh? He expecting them now to say, Allah. They said, kurubiyun. Angels flying. Subhanallah. <laughs> we finished from the creation now. We've got... Al-Arsh is the highest, is the Saqf. Oh, you say Kurubiyun, angels flying. Okay, they don't want to say huh? Allah. Why don't want to say Allah? Why don't you say what Allah said in the Quran? Al-Rahman ala al-Arsh istawa, ala, ala, above. As Mujahid mentioned and also Abu Al-Aliyah mentioned in Kitab Tawheed in Bukhari. Allah is rose above the Arsh. Kurubiyun. لا ب نعم. So Allah is فوق العرش بذاته. 
لا بعلمه كما تقول المؤولة. المؤولة say yes is above but by his knowledge. is above by his knowledge. Allah says الرحمن العرش استوى. You saying you limiting Allah سبحانه وتعالى being above the arsh by saying only his knowledge. كما تقول المؤولة. Just as those who are the people of ta'wil, the people who do not affirm Allah's names and attributes in their apparent sense. إِنَّهُ فَوْقَهُ بِعِلْمِهِ أَوْ قُدْرَتِهِ أَوْ بِسُلْطَانِهِ بَلْ هُوَ فَوْقَهُ Subhanahu wa ta'ala, فَوْقَهُ بِذَاتِهِ Allah is above by his that, by his essence. It was said to Sufyan al-Thawri, وَهُوَ مَعَكُمْ عَيْنَ مَا كُنْتُمْ The verse in the Quran, he's with you wherever you are. He said, بِعِلْمِهِ By his knowledge. So the Salaf, they used to affirm Allah is above the Arsh. الْإِسْتِوَاءُ صِفَةٌ فِعْلِيَّةٌ It's a فِعْلِيَّةٌ صِفَةٌ فِعْلِيَّةٌ Why? Because it's ثُمَّ ثُمَّ Then He rose above the Arsh. أَمَّا الْعُلُوُ فَهُوَ صِفَةٌ ذَاتِيَّةٌ As for Allah's عُلُوُ Allah's Highness or High Being high above His creation That is a sifa ذَاتِيَّةٌ An attribute With regards His essence وَلِهَذَا جَاءَ الْإِسْتِوَاءُ مُرَتَّبًا عَلَى خَلْقِ السَّمَوَاتِ وَالْأَرْضِ Allah said, إِنَّ رَبَّكُمُ اللَّهُ الَّذِي خَلْقَ السَّمَوَاتِ الْأَرْضِ فِي سِتَةِ أَيَّمِ ثُمَّ اسْتَوَى عَلَى الْأَرْضِ That's why Allah mentioned the, after He mentioned the creation of the heavens and the earth, in six days, He said, ثُمَّ Then He rose above the earth. So therefore, istiwa is a sifa, a fi'liya, that is, is an attribute based upon the actions of Allah, يعني in that which He did, He rose above the earth. فَالْإِسْتِوَاءُ صِفَةٌ فِعْلِيَّةٌ Allah does it how He wills, when He wills. He descends to the lowest heavens, for example, in the last third part of the night, and He asks, and He says, who is there that is asking of me that I may forgive him, that I may fulfill his need, that I may forgive him. وَأَمَّا الْعُلُوُ فَهُوَ صِفَةٌ ذَاتِيَّةٌ لَا تَنْفَكَ عَنْهُ سُبْحَانَهُ تَعَالَى وَجَاءَ اللَّفْتِ اسْتَوَى عَلَى الْعَرْشِ As for عُلُوُ, then it is a sifa ذَاتِيَّةٌ based upon His essence. And it is never disconnected, never removed from that. He's always above, subhanahu wa ta'ala. في سبعة مواضع, in seven places and places in the Quran, Allah said, الرحمن على العرش استوى. Allah, the most merciful, rose above the arsh. And then he quotes Ibn al-Qayyim regarding the meaning of istiwa. Ibn al-Qayyim says, and they have four expressions regarding this word, which have transpired from uh, from who? from Al-Faris Al-Ta'an the one who said moreover they are to ascend to be lofty and elevated about which there is no denial likewise to rise which is the fourth word which Abu Ubaidah the companion of a Shaybani Shaybani meaning Imam Ahmed who chose this opinion in his explanation is more knowledgeable then al-jahmiyyah of the Qur'an. فَلَهُمْ عِبَارَةٌ عَلَيْهَا أَرْبَعٌ قَدْ حُصِلَتْ لِلْفَارِسِ الطَّعَانِ وَهِيَّ اسْتَقَرَّ وَقَدْ عَلَى وَكَدَى So in the language, istiwa, it says means four. But what is the one that is referring to Allah? Some of them mention istaqarra, which means Allah established above the arsh. But istaqarra, Shaykh Nuthaymi rahmullah mentions in one of his books, and I think it's in Hamawiyya, he mentions that when the Salaf used the word istaqarra, 
it is only mahmula, it is only to be understood as being irtafa'a wa'ala. So best translation is not to say Allah established himself over the arsh. The best translation is to say that Allah subhanahu rose above the arsh because that is what Mujahid said and Abu Aliya and that is how the Sahaba understood it. So in the language, yes, you can say istawa could mean istaqarra. And the ala, Allah rose, the Allah is above. وَكَذَلِكَ أَوْ تَقَعُ لَذِي مَا فِيهِ مِنْ نَكِرَانِ وَكَذَلِكَ قَدْ صَعَدَ صَعَدَ rose. الَّذِي هُوَ رَابِعٌ وَأَبُوْ عُبَيْدَ صَاحِبُ الشَّيْبَانِ يَخْتَارُ هَذَا الْقَوْلَ فِي تَفْسِيرِهِ أَدْرَ مِنَ الْجَهْمِ So he says here, is more knowledgeable than, there's a mistake in the English here, it is then. So, istaqarra, irtafa'a, ala, and sa'ada. But for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, and also istiwa has also more than that, those meanings in the, in the language. Naam, in the language. But these four were mentioned by Ibn al-Qayyim rahimahullah, and for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, that which is befitting for Allah is that which, uh, is that which the companions and the tabi'een, the tabi tabi'een affirmed, as Shaykh Muhammad mentioned, that even the word istaqarra, some of the salaf did say it, however, it is more apt, more correct to say that if they did say it, then what was intended is irtafa'a wa'ala. And Shaykh Albani actually refutes that statement istaqarra. He actually does not accept that word istiqarra as being affirmed for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. But rather, he says it's better to say, istawa meaning irtafa'a wa'ala. And this is something that, na'am, that we looked at in a bit more detail. And then maybe we can share one or two things because it's an important part. In Surah Taha, Ar-Rahman al-Arsh istawa. If you look at the verses similar to this verse, to explain the word istawa, that Allah rose over the mighty throne in a matter which in a manner which suits his majesty. If you look at Surah Al-Ma'arij verse 4, Allah says, Ta'rujul Malaikatu wa ruhu The angels and the ruh ascend to him because he's above. In Surah Al-Fatir verse 10. To him ascend all the goodly words. And the good actions make it rise further. In Surah An-Nisa, verse 158, Isa they didn't kill him, like they think they killed him. They say Good Friday. They think they killed him in this Easter time. But Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said, They didn't kill him, nor did they crucify him. But this is what it was made to them to look. This is what they assumed. And it was made to them to think so. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala raised Isa to him, to himself, because he's above. Surah An-Nisa, verse 158. Again, and he is the most high, the most great. And likewise, يَخَافُونَ رَبَّهُمْ مِنْ فَوْقِهِمْ they fear their Lord who is above them. So all of these verses denote the meaning of istina, istiwa, which is above. So to Nahal verse 50 that was. 
And he is the irresistible above his slaves. So, that is what we mentioned as what Abu Aliya, who died 110 Hijriya, said. Istiwa means to ascend or to rise. Irtafa'a or ala. And Mujahid, the student, said it means ala. Istiwa means to be above. If you go to Tafsir al Tabari, that he is the irresistible supreme above his slaves. Imam al Tabari, who died 310 Hijriya, he said this means that Allah is above, is high above his servants because Allah described himself by being above them. The scholar of Tafsir, Sunni Sunni Tafsir al Baghawi, when he mentioned this verse, he said that Allah is above his slaves, that is an attribute of ascension which Allah solely specified for himself. The scholar of Tafsir, the Tafsir al-Salafi, Tafsir al-Sunni, Ibn Kathir, rahimahullah, regarding al-Rahman al-Sistawa, he said the safest path is the path of the Salaf, of the Tabi'een, successes. That is to accept the apparent meaning of these attributes as they have come in the book and the Sunnah without asking how, without distortion, without likening them to creation, and without denying them and without resembling them. That is referring to Surah Al-A'raf, verse 54. And likewise, Ibn Kathir, rahimahullah, ثُمَّ اسْتَوَى عَلَى الْعَرْشِ Then Allah rose above the arsh. He said, we follow regarding this, the path of the righteous predecessors, such as Malik, Awza'i, Thawri, Layth, Ibn Sa'd, and Shafi'i, and Imam Ahmad, and Ishaq Ibn Rahawiyyah. And other than them from the Muslim scholars, past and present, that is to accept the apparent meaning of these attributes as they have come without asking how, without liking them to creation and without denying them as for likening him to creation, as in the minds of, that, of those that resemble Allah to creation, then this is rejected since nothing is, since nothing is similar unto him and his creation. Shaykh Ibn as you mentioned, he said, Istiwa al-Arsh means to rise above or ascend in a manner that befits his majesty. And there are many quotations on points that the scholars have mentioned. Imam Malik, rahimullah, which, which uh, Sheikh Fawzan, he mentions the story of Imam Malik, rahimullah, when the man said, Kaifa how does he rise? Or how does he do istiwa? Yani, we don't know how. Does he rise and how is he above? We don't know how. So Imam Malik, rahimullah, he said, Al-Imanu bihi wajib. Believing in it is an obligation. And kayf is unknown. It's not known. And su'alu anhu bid'an. Questioning it is an innovation. And then he ordered for this person to be taken away from the masjid because of the doubt that he was causing. Call, speaking of an affair, well, the Salaf never used to ask how. Why are you asking how? Stick to that which they used to believe in. And do not tread past or do not go beyond that which they affirmed. Radiallahu anhum. So, those, that statement from Imam Malik, rahimahullah, is a proof for us, for all of Allah's attributes, not just for istiwa. All of, our, all of Allah's attributes are known. How? 
unknown. And we have to believe in it, affirm it. Don't ask how, because we do not know how. Allah did not, there is a how that Allah knows, but we do not know what the, what the how is. Ibn Abdul Barr, from the Maliki scholars, he mentioned, they agreed upon a certain and apparent meaning of the attributes of Allah which are related in the Quran and Sunnah. Having faith in them and understanding them in their real sense, and not metaphorically. In their real sense, haqiqi. He mentions the word haqiqi. That in their real sense, we believe in them and affirm them. And Abu Umar al-Talamanki, the Maliki scholar, he said the scholars of the Sunnah have unanimous, unanimously agreed, this ijma' that Allah is above his throne in the real sense and not in the metaphorical sense. But many translators, they come to translate the Qur'an, they don't know how to translate correctly because they don't go back to the Qur'an and Sunnah and the answer of the Sahaba. So Yusuf Ali, he says, firmly established. Pictol says, who is established. Rashad says, has assumed all authority. None of them said, Allah is above rose above like the tabi'een said they don't quote what the tabi'een said they use their own explanation Asad said established on the throne of his almightiness the Shi'i translation uh, Shakir he says is firm in power he didn't even affirm that Allah is above the Arsh Mawlana the Qadiyani says is established Shir Ali says has settled himself firmly on the throne established in authority the Sufi translation established upon authority upon sovereignty uh, Sufi Tahir Qadri so these these translations none of them affirm Alhamdulillah if you go to Noble Quran MashaAllah of Muhsin Khan and Taqidin Hilali Allah you will see that they affirmed that Allah rose above the Arsh with the correct translation of that Sifa because because Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala he is above the arsh in a way which befits his majesty then Sheikh, then Ibn Abi Zaid mentioned he's everywhere in terms of his knowledge he created man yes in terms of his knowledge as we mentioned already he knows everything what is what transpires as for خَلَقَ الْإِنسَانِ Now, just before that, it says, بِعِلْمِهِ By his knowledge, أَيْ مَعَ عُلُوِّهِ عَلَى مَخْلُوقَاتِهِ هُوَ فِي كُلِّ مَكَانِ فَهُوَ مَعَاهُمْ بِعِلْمِهِ He's with them by his knowledge, but he's still above the arsh in the way which befits his majesty. كَمَا قَالَ جَلَّ وَعَلَى إِنَّ اللَّهَ لَا يَخْفَ عَلَيْهِ شَيْءٌ فِي الْأَرْضِ وَلَا فِي السَّمَاءِ Indeed, Allah in the earth and in the heavens above, the skies above, nothing is hidden from him. Yes, by his knowledge. That he rose by himself above his creation. But his knowledge is not hidden. From being on the earth, and from being from knowing what goes on the earth. Sheikh Al Bani, rahimahullah, said, when Allah created the creation, 
He did not create it inside himself. Because it's not part of creation. And if you go to Asl Sunnah of Imam Ain you will see there that they said that Allah is ba'inun min khalqihi, that he is separate from his creation. He's not part of his creation. Otherwise, you be like the Sufis, the Sufis who say, who believe in wahdatul wujud, that in unison with creation, that Allah is in creation, and the creation is in Allah, like Ibn Arabi. Ibn Arabi, he said, what is the golden calf that was worshipped by Bani Israel except Allah? A'udhu Billah. This golden calf, is this creation that they made with their own hands, is Allah? A'udhu Billah. And some of them, they said, and, what is, and who is Allah except the one under my garment, meaning himself? A'udhu Billah. Claiming to be Allah. And I remember there was a Sufi who said to me, actually, everything that's happened around you is not a real. He said, they're really philosophers, yani. they, they try to, everything that happened around you is not real. <laughs> so I said, the problems that you're going through work is not real then. <laughs> SubhanAllah. <laughs> hey, Sheikh Fawzan, Habibullah, Sheikh Fawzan said, Al-Insan Adamun. He says, Adam, Wudurriyatuhu. Adam and his children, Ya'lamu ma tuwaswisu bihi nafsu. He knows what his, each and every one of us, what we whisper in our hearts, in our chest. يَعْلَمُ مَا فِي صَدْرِ الْإِنسَانِ مِنَ الْأَفْكَارِ قَبْلَ أَنْ يَتَكَلَّمْ بِهَا سُبْحَانَ يَعْلَمُ خَائِنَةَ الْآيُمِ وَمَا تُخْفِي الصُّدُورِ He knows the deception in the eyes of the deceiver and what the hearts contain and hide. وَهُوَ أَقْرَبُ إِلَيْهِ مِنْ حَبْلِ الْوَرِيدِ He's closer to them than their jugular vein. You see the jugular vein which is in your neck? Allah closer to you as one of the tafsirs. Some of the tafsirs say the angels in first to the angels, but some of the tafsirs say is Allah is closer to you by his knowledge, that he knows what you're doing. And there are many hadith as well that he's closer to you than the you know the reins of your horse. Or if you're driving a car, then your steering wheel. And the narration mentions that it's closer to you than that. Then the reins of your horse. And the and also the Shiraki Ni'ali closer to you than the the laces, your shoelaces, it knows what you're doing. Different reports like that, all of them affirming that Allah subhanahu wa knows our affair. Ibn Abi Zayd, he said, وَيَعْلَمُ مَا تُوَسْوِسُ بِهِ نَفْسُهُ وَهُوَ أَقْرَبُ إِلَيْهِ مِنْ حَبْلِ الْوَرِيدِ وَمَا تَسْقُطُ مِنْ وَرَقَةٍ إِلَّا يَعْلَمُهَا وَلَا حَبَّةٍ فِي ظُلُمَاتِ الْأَرْضِ وَلَا رَطْبٍ وَلَا يَابِسٍ إِلَّا فِي كِتَابٍ مُبِينٍ here, Ibn Abi Zayd, he mentioned, Allah created mankind and knows that which, man own, which man's own soul whispers to him. And Allah is closer to them than their own jugular veins. Not a leaf falls from a tree except Allah knows of it. And there is not a grain in the darkness of earth, nor anything fresh or dry, except it is written in a clear book. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala knows each and every one of us, the jugular veins, which are the two main blood arteries and, are, and that are on each side of a person's throat that the blood runs through. Allah is closer to a person than his jugular vein in his throat, closer to him by his knowledge. He knows their affair. And all of it is written, Al-Kitab meaning the Lawh al-Mahfud, the book of record, the preserved tablets. All of what is going to occur for the creation is written 
after the knowledge of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So then he mentions the four categories of Qadr. The first of them, Mertabatul Ain, that Allah is all aware, whatever is going to happen. The second of them is that Allah, or commanded that is written in Lawh al Mahfud, in the preserved tablets. Thirdly, Mertabatul Mashi'a, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has a will, we have a will, and all of that comes under the will of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Naam, likewise, number four. Martabatul Khalq, that Allah is the creator of all of these affairs. Alal Mulki Ihtawa, Ay Mulkuhu Wahdahu, Malikahu Wahdahu, that he owns it on his own. Qata'ala biyadihil mulk to him, in biyadihil mulk, that his dominion is in his hands, wahuwa ala kulli shayin qadir. And he is able to do all things. And Allah said, Subhanalladhi biyadihi malakutu kulli shay wa ilayhi turja'oon. So glory be to Allah. How is Allah from imperfection? Alladhi biyadihi malakutu kulli shay. His dominion or his, his hands is the dominion of all things. And to him you shall return. So total sovereignty, total dominion belongs to Allah. Yes, we may find people with authority in this dunya, but the authority goes when they die. But the kingdom of Allah, the mulk of Allah, dominion of Allah, the authority of Allah remains. He is the king of kings, subhanahu wa ta'ala. Total sovereignty belongs to Allah, and he only knows the creation to own a tiny portion of it. They only have a, if you look at their mulk, is very tiny. Kingdom of Allah is vast. Allah says, "Qul Allahumma Malik al-Mulk, tu'ti al-Mulk man tasha, wa tanzi'u al-Mulk min man tasha, wa tu'izzu man tasha, wa tudillu man tasha." Ee Allah, ee Allah. That all affairs belong to Allah. He gives the kingdom. He gives authority to whomsoever He wills, and He honors whomsoever He wills, and He debases whomsoever He wills. So the Muluk al-Dunya. The kings of the world, they are also under the kingdom of Allah. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is the one who owns them, meaning they are part of his creation. And maybe one day their kingdom is going to be taken away from them. Their authorities will be removed from them. Either by their death or because others may go out against them and remove their authority. As for Malik al-Mulk, the king of kings, the one who owns all of creation, al-mutlaq, in the absolute sense, that is for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Alladhi la yazula mulkuhu, subhanahu wa ta'ala wa la yabid. Whereby his kingdom is not removed. His kingdom is not removed. Like the kings, the authority of those who have authority, whether they are monarchs of this world, their monarchy is based on what Allah gave them. As for the kingdom of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, then that is doesn't it doesn't it doesn't go. La tazul. La tazul. Nor can it come to an end. So inshallah when we this evening we'll continue from page fifty. About Allah's beautiful names and attributes. Wala al-asma'ul husna wa sifatul ula. 
لم يزل بجميع صفاته وأسمائه تعالى أن تكون صفاته مخلوقة وأسماؤه محدثة سبحانك اللهم وحمدك أشهد لا إله إلا أنت استغفرك أتوب لك So after Asr, we'll continue, inshallah, from where we last left.